Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, what's happening everybody, and welcome into episode 134 of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I will be joined by my brother and my co-host, Dalton Lane. I'm excited to have him back on here, and we're going to jump in here to the big-time SEC matchups this weekend, give our predictions on those. Uh, You have matchups like Kentucky at Ole Miss at 11 a.m., then you have Bama at Arkansas at 2.30, you got LSU jumping on the road to Auburn, that's going to be a big one, and you got Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Uh, four big time matchups right there, man. And then uh, in our second segment, well, we're going to toss it over to D Lane, and D Lane's going to give his locks of the week. I think he's got a couple of bets brewed up that he would like to share with each and every one of you. So I'm excited for that. Uh, he's been hitting on a couple, and he wanted to get on here and uh, share his thoughts in the in the betting game this Saturday. So uh, with that being said, we're going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network. We're going to get D Lane in here and get this thing going. War Damn Eagle. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Dalton Lane. Excited to have him back on here. It's been a couple weeks, man, but how you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm hanging in there, brother. Uh, just watching some Jeffrey Dahmer right now. Uh uh, wild stuff, bro. Yeah, it's it's a crazy show. Very wild. <laughs> yeah, psychopath type stuff, bro. Uh, but man, uh, a big a big big weekend in in the Southeastern Conference. There's some key matchups I wanted to talk to you about. But first, man, uh, it's been a minute since we've talked, Dalton. I, I wanted to ask you, man. I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on the Auburn Tigers right now? Hey, I went I went to the Penn State game, uh, wasted a bunch of money. I've had uh, a couple of people come on here talking about Auburn, man. But I wanted your thoughts because I know how big of a fan you are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think Auburn's in a very good spot right now. Um, you know, when we, we kind of, you know, you, you hear, you hear Harson talk and it's, uh, it's kind of like, okay, like, I, I like this guy, you know, like, I think he's a good coach. Like, mm-hmm. he's got that mentality that he just, he seems like a winner. And, uh, but then, man, I mean, then you, you know, you start watching games and, I mean, we getting, you know, the, the Penn State game, I mean, you were there. I mean, it's like the offense is moving, moving, moving with TJ, and then boom, you throw in Robbie. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, 80, 90,000 people in Jordan Hare know what's coming. So it's like, and then uh, I saw a crazy stat uh, the other day. It was like, uh, it was something like Brian Harson, like in the second half in big games. So it's like, you know, Auburn Penn State last year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, uh, the Iron Bowl, you know, it was big games like that in the second half. The most points that he has scored in the second half in a big primetime game was like six points mm. in the second half. And it's like, that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, he, he talks when he, you know, when he talks and it's like, okay, like this dude, like, think he's a good coach. I really do. I just don't think he's ready for the SEC environment. Like, I don't, I don't think he's, 
I don't think he's quite there. Um, and he just he doesn't know how to make the adjustments and uh, that it takes to be you know to compete in the SEC. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean, man, week in week out in the SEC, I mean, it's just you know dogfight after dogfight. You know, it seems like. And I just don't think he's the the guy um, mm-hmm. to put Auburn back in the spotlight. So. Yeah, D-Lane, did, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, bro, but A.J. McCarron was on a podcast this morning and said that he has sources at Auburn that has already – they have already informed Brian Harson that he will be fired at the end of the season. Did you hear about that? No, I did not. I did not hear about that. So, what A.J. Wow. AJ McCarron has sources at Auburn? Yeah, I mean, that's – Man. Nah, I didn't I – I didn't hear that, but uh, that's that's kind of funny. But yeah, stick to DIP, dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, <I> don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, old St. Paul's. Yeah, DIP. We know about old AJ. So uh, I don't. I don't believe AJ McCarron has sources at Auburn. Um, I, I think he should just stick to Alabama football. Uh, try stop trying to stir the pot, and uh, yeah. I, I I don't I I didn't really get that, but I feel like everybody's trying to stir the pot, D. I feel like everybody's on Twitter. They're trying to uh, just kind of take their shots at Auburn any way they can. I mean, are do you get that feeling? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, I mean, obviously you know everything that went on over the summer. I mean, it definitely kind of put all like bad name on Auburn. Um, I feel like you know with the the uh, affair allegations and stuff like that. And so, obviously, you know, people are going to make the memes and, uh, you know, make jokes and, you know, throw slander at Auburn. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It's the, the time of the Internet, you know. Everybody wants – everybody shoots for likes on Twitter, you know, and that's that's kind of just at the point we're at right now, you know. Yeah, that's a fact, man. But, uh, yeah, D, I, I just had to get your thoughts on Auburn real quick, man. I know – um, it's it's been a minute since we've talked about Auburn, so um, it, it was good to catch up on that. D, I wanted to hop in here and and really dive into our eleven o'clock matchup, man. This Saturday we got Kentucky undefeated, four and zero, got a big time win at the Swamp on the resume. They're traveling down to Oxford, Mississippi, D, to take on the Ole Miss Rebels, man. Uh, what is what is your look on this on this uh, matchup right here? I know ESPN is giving Kentucky a twenty one percent chance to win, man. Uh, that that's kind of that that's a little crazy to me. But wh- how do you see this one playing out? Um, I mean, me personally, um, that's crazy. The twenty one percent chance for Kentucky. Um, you know, even though it is a home game for Ole Miss, um, obviously we everybody should have seen the interviews with Lane. Him complaining about, you know, like the fans and stuff. So, like, does Ole Miss really have a home foot advantage? You know, I mean, it's, uh, and I, so that's kind of, kind of worries me, you know, about Ole Miss is like, you're, you're playing a big, you're playing a number 17 in the country, like, and your coach is complaining about fans, you know, so like, mm-hmm. are you going to have that home foot advantage, you know, that kind of you would expect when the number 17 in the country comes to your, you know, your house? But, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's going to be. I think Kentucky has the better quarterback. Um, I think Will Will Levis. I personally think he is. Uh, I think he's the real deal. I think he's really really good. Um, the only thing that does worry me for Kentucky is uh, the running game. They really don't. They don't like to really run the ball. Um, obviously, Will Levis. I mean, he's slinging it around. I mean, he got a uh, 
He's 79 for 117 on the year, uh, already 11, uh, almost 1,200 passing yards. Mm. Um, 10 TDs, averages the interception a game, but, hell, you throw it 117 times in four <laughs> games, I mean, you know, what do you expect? Um, but obviously the run game is really not there for Kentucky. I mean, on the season, they, only, they got 326 yards. and um, But so it's kind of two different types of offense, really, because Ole Miss, they're more of a – you know, they're kind of the opposite. You know, Jackson Dart, I mean, he's only got he's only got 700 yards passing on the year, where they're rushing, they're almost at 1,200. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, so it's two different completely, uh, two completely different offenses. But I do like, uh, I do like Kentucky to uh, walk into Oxford. Um, I think there's some trouble starting to, to brew in Oxford. Um, obviously, I think we've kind of seen the frustration on Lane's face. And uh, mm. I just doesn't look like he's happy to be there to me. What? But I do like uh, I do like Kentucky um, to walk into Oxford, and I think they're going to walk out with a dub Saturday night and add a second uh, big game on the resume. Even after ten wins last year, D Lane, you and and he he went to a New Year's Six Bowl. You think there's some trouble in Oxford with Lane? Who could he possibly be? <laughs> who could he possibly be flirting with over there in that SEC West, D Lane? Um, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're a little bit east, you know, a little bit east of Oxford, you know, come on, come on down to the plains, you know, we'll, we'll give you more money, well, you're making seven million a year at Ole Miss. Yeah, something like that. Why don't you come on down, why don't you come on down, we'll offer you maybe, you know, we'll offer you 8.5, 9, you know, and, uh, and you can catch what, uh, that Jordan Hair Jesus is about, um, <laughs> you know, we, we saw it Saturday, but, so, why don't you come on down to the plains and, uh. I see what that uh, that uh, that Jordan Hair Jesus is all about, <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see. Hey, um, D, I just don't know how Ole Miss is getting. I mean, uh, I don't know how Kentucky is getting seven points in this. Uh, it's it's Ole Miss minus seven at home. Like, I mean, that's that's a lot, man. Like, it, I don't. I, I got to take Kentucky in the points. Give me Kentucky in seven points. I'm taking it all day, even yeah. though they're on the road. This is an 11 o'clock kick. Uh, I'm not sure that both, you know, I'm not sure teams are going to come out, um, you know, guns a-blazing at 11 a.m. Man, it's usually really sloppy football. That's an early wake-up time, man. A lot of people don't know that these kids, man, they got to wake up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, eat breakfast, get ready. You know, it, it, the the day starts really early when you have an 11 a.m. kick. And so uh, I'm, I just – I look at that, man, and, and the over-under 54. Um, I'm not going to touch the over-under, but I really like Kentucky with seven points in my in my hip pocket, man. I really like that bet. I really like Kentucky money line at Ole Miss. I like Will Levis, the leadership there. Um does Kentucky get Rodriguez back? Is his suspension? A hundred percent sure on that. Um, I'm, I haven't seen anything about him coming back this week. Yeah, um, I don't know if maybe they're kind of keeping that a secret. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about that either. Um, but if he if he did come back, I, I would like Kentucky even more. Um, yeah. 
but I'm 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 not a hundred percent sure, and I don't want to say that he is coming back on the on the pod and and he not be. So uh, we would just leave it at that, man. I do like Kentucky in this game. I like Will Levis, and I'll tell you something about Ole Miss, man. Last week. They didn't score a point against Tulsa in the second half. That was a little concerning to me. And they've played some particularly close games, uh, D-Lane. Like, they played Troy tight. Um, Let's see. They played Tulsa tight. Uh, They did blow out Georgia Tech, but, you know, that's that's nothing there. I mean, they really really haven't had a hard game. Yeah. This is their... This is their toughest matchup. Yeah, I mean they beat so Troy. Like, they beat Troy twenty-eight to ten. Central Arkansas yeah. fifty-nine to three. Georgia Tech forty-two to nothing. Uh, that's that's kind of impressive. But Georgia Tech's not a good football team. They just fired their head coach, uh, and then they they beat Tulsa thirty-five to twenty-seven. So I'm I'm just not really sold on Jackson Dart and the Ole Miss Rebels. And I'm with you, D Lane. Hey, if Lane loses this baby Saturday, I think some things could. You know, some things could start cooking up uh, on the plains and over there in Oxford. Maybe a little flirtation starts going on. I don't know. Especially, uh, especially if Auburn walks in, or especially if they come to Auburn in two weeks. Mm. And when he gets a little taste of that, uh, no, my bad, my bad. Hey, we go to, yeah, yeah, we go to Ole Miss. Yeah. So if if in two weeks if we go to Ole Miss, hey. And, you know, maybe T.J. Finley will be back. Um, I never thought I'd say that. But, uh, you know, maybe T.J. Finley will be back. It's two weeks from now. If we somehow walk into Oxford and beat Ole Miss, Lane, I'll see you next year, buddy. I'll see you next year. But then again, if we beat Ole Miss, does Harson keep his job? No. Yeah, I don't see it either because we we might not win five games. Yeah, no, he's a, he's done, man. He's 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 <laughs> yeah. gone. He's gone. Um, after after this week and next week with LSU and Georgia, yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's gone. Um, but he, in my opinion, he had to get that eight wins, and he's just not going to get there. So I think he's he's done. He sees the writing on the wall, and ultimately, uh, I think Harson's just kind of trolling Auburn at this point, but. Uh, we'll get to Auburn and LSU in a minute, D-Lane. Yeah. Um, our 2.30 game, man, CBS. We got Alabama going on the road to Arkansas. We all watched what happened last week with Arkansas. Uh, they had a blunder at the goal line with K.J. Jefferson. Texas A&M picks it up, runs it all the way back. Uh, they get in a position to win the football game. They doink it off the very top of the, the upright, and they end up losing the game 23-21, to 21, man. And now you the following week after a tough loss like this, you welcome in Alabama. Look, Bryce Young and the boys, man, uh, they're getting a 93% chance to win this game. That is also a little uh, surprising to me, uh, 93% to beat Arkansas, and you're on the road, and we know – that Alabama has struggled on the road in their past couple uh, games and adventures uh, on the road. So I'm excited to see this one. Arkansas getting a 6.9% chance to win this. Uh, That just kind of shocks me right there with all the experience that they have coming back. Um, But, D-Lane, how do you you see this one shaping out? Uh, I mean, I think – I mean, we saw last year, I mean, Arkansas went to Brian Denny, played a – what an excellent game. I mean, gave Alabama, you know, pretty much a, a good run for their money last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just I don't think KJ is the guy to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to to beat Alabama, you got to have 
you know, you got to spread them out. You got to have a good run game, and you got to have a quarterback that can throw the football. And I think KJ is good, but he's not good. He can't throw the ball good enough to beat Alabama. So, um, and the last time I checked, I think they are seventeen and a half point favorite. Uh, Ooh, seventeen. Yeah, I think Arkansas's uh, under uh, seventeen and a half underdog. Um, seventeen and a half. Yeah, I believe I believe it's seventeen and a half. Um, let me check. I believe it's seventeen and a half. Yeah, over wow. under. I mean, the uh, yeah, the last album of minus seventeen. Oh my minus god! Minus seventeen, bro. I'm, t- I'm taking Arkansas after, on the seventeen points. Yeah, that's why. After what I saw, Alabama against Texas. Um, yeah, I think I think I have to take Arkansas plus seventeen, and the reason. Why is because Arkansas loves to run the football. So I think if they can get, you know, first downs and, you know, put a little drive together, they're going to chew up a lot of clock. Um, they like to run the, you know, that fast pace, you know, not as fast as, you know, like Auburn in 20, uh, 2013, but they do like to run that fast pace offense. They love to run the football, you know, get you down to third and two, they'll, you know, dunk it off for a first down. They chew up a lot of clock, and that's going to be – going to be tough for to cover 17 points the way Arkansas likes to run the football. But I do have Alabama going into Arkansas and winning uh and beating uh, Arkansas. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the on the head-to-head pick right there. I do like Alabama going in to Fayetteville and beating Arkansas. And and I'm kind of with you on the KJ Jefferson thing, man. Look, we always say uh, we talk about it when we text and everything. You got to spread Alabama out and you have to take vertical shots down the field. All right, you have to you have to hit a big play on this defense and loosen them up. Uh going back to the to the Texas game. All right, you look at Quinn Ewers when he was in the game. He was taking shots down the field, D-Lane. He was taking shots down the field. I mean, he threw a beautiful ball right there in the first quarter. Uh, Should have been a touchdown. I think it was Xavier Worthy that dropped it. Uh, Ball went right through his hands. But uh, just, just, you know, you got to take shots down the field. KJ did take a couple shots last year. um, But as far as consistently throwing the football, he just, he's not there for me to beat Alabama. And the one weakness that. Arkansas has right now is their secondary, bro. And I think that Alabama, a guy like Treshawn Holden, uh, you know, Jermaine Burton, Ja'Cory Brooks, they could really attack this Arkansas secondary. But then on the opposite of that, Alabama's offensive line has to show up because the one weak spot that everybody was questioning for Arkansas was their front seven, their defensive line mainly. But their defensive line has been – probably the biggest bright spot in their defense all year. So there's a lot of matchups to look at here, but I just think, you know, I'm not I'm not counting I'm not counting Bryce Young out, bro. I'm not picking against Bryce Young. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Uh the dude's a dog. When he was down at Texas, he made every single play uh, on that last drive to to get Alabama the dub, and I'm just not picking against him, and I'm not taking KJ Jefferson over him. I think KJ Jefferson's great, but I just think that Alabama is a little bit more athletic. They have a little bit more uh, playmakers, and I just I'm I can't go against Bryce, man. So I think it's going to be close. I think Arkansas covers that 17. Um, I, I think it 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 might be like a like a, I don't know, like a thirty-one to 
27 or 31 to 24 or something like that. Man, I think it's going to be close. Now, I don't think Alabama's going to dog walk them. I really don't. But I, I do like Alabama to win this football game. So, man, that, that's a tough one, man. 17. I, I, I just – yeah, I just found I that. I mean, I yeah, that that that's I was, insane. I was probably, I was gonna say like my, my score. I was probably gonna say like thirty thirty four twenty one, maybe thirty one twenty one, something like that. Yeah, so that, that that was gonna be my score prediction. Right? But seventeen at home, that's just that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane, man. Um, and then you got Texas A and M traveling to Mississippi State. It's a three o'clock kick on SEC Network. D Lane, uh, Texas A and M ranked number seventeen. We all know what they have done at the quarterback position. They benched Haynes King, brought in Max Johnson, and what a world of difference it has made. D Lane, I called it from week one. I said, "What in the world has Jimbo seen in Haynes King? How is he the guy? He can't throw the football, and now you got a little less mobile guy." in Max Johnson, but a guy that can deliver the football with accuracy and he can hit a deep ball down the field to open up this Texas A&M offense. Now, D-Lane, I know Texas A&M lost to Nia Smith. He is out, and that is one of their big-time playmakers. I just, um, that kind of scares me, but I know they still have A-Chain. They love to run the football can Texas A&M go to Starkville, D-Lane, and, and put up enough points with Mississippi State to win this football game? How do you see it breaking down? Uh, I, I think they do good. This is actually one of my uh, mm. this is one of my dog picks. Love this. A&M is, uh, yeah, A&M is the underdog here, going on the road to Mississippi State. So this is one of my dog picks. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It, what is it? Three uh, or four? Is it three uh, or four? Yeah, I, think, I think last time I checked, it was three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. But, but I took A and M on the money line. I Love just, that. That's one of my dog picks. Yeah. Um, I just think I, I think Will Rogers. I think he's great. Um, mm-hmm. I think the dude can sling it around. But I'm just I'm not sold on the throwing the ball sixty times like Mike Leach likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not sold on it. Um, I think this A and M defense is. I think it's great. I know you know they lost to Appalachian State. I don't you know I don't care about that. That was that's before Max Johnson was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like you said, you know, I think Max Johnson. I think he brings a he opens up the playbook. You know, completely wide open. I mean, the dude. He last year at LSU. I didn't think uh, didn't think he was the guy. Um, I didn't think he was great at all. But just you know what he did uh, against Miami. Dude looked like he was ready to, you know, be a gamer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and even though they did lose, uh, uh, A&M did lose Anaya Smith. Um, they have a another guy, Evan Stewart. Oh um, man, he's got yeah, he's got just as many receptions as Anaya Smith. He's mm-hmm. just not that. He's not that deep threat like Anaya Smith. Um, so does it does kind of worry me about it? But I do think A&M's defense is good enough to walk in to uh, Starkville and stop Mike Leach and Will Rogers. 
and I'm going to say the three and a half point underdogs, and I'm going to say A and M twenty seven twenty one A and M mm. outright. Mm. I love that pick, D Lane. I love that pick. Um, Texas A and M man. Ever since Max has taken over, like I said, man, he opens up the offense. Uh, the the Stewart kid. Uh, he's a baby too, man. He's a baby, but he is extremely talented, a playmaker. Get the ball in his hands uh, because your best players need to make big, big time plays, D Lane. And um, I, I still like A Chain. I like Texas A&M to run the football. I know this Mississippi State defense is really good, but I'm with you, man. Um, the throwing the ball, the you know, fifty, sixty times a game, and and uh, Will Rogers has already thrown a hundred and eighty nine attempts all right uh, he is 140 for 189 that is insane um that is insane man he's already thrown for 1386 yards with 16 TDs and three picks i mean hey kudos to him man he's putting up big numbers and they do have a playmaker on the outside the ducking kid uh he he's really good uh that combination right there it, it's really really good down the field uh mississippi state does have playmakers but uh, i think texas a&m i think texas a&m wins this game like you said money line pick a dog pick going on the road i like texas a&m 23 21 no let me take that back let me take that back 24 21 texas a&m win it by three on the road outright money dog pick um and the Aggies are getting hot, man. Uh, they'll be four and one uh, if they if they get this win. And next week they'll they'll ride on into Tuscaloosa, brother. <laughs> That's gonna be a tough one. Um, That's gonna be tough. But yeah, the 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 final game our our final game LSU and Auburn. LSU coming to Auburn in the six p.m. time slot on ESPN. The line has risen to LSU minus nine. D Lane, LSU coming to Auburn. LSU minus nine. What is your play here, and who do you got winning this football game? Um, my play is the LSU. I think I got it at minus eight. Um, mm. So just yes, I mean that, that tells me all I need to know if it's rising. Um, obviously, TJ not being back. Um, you know, the watch first couple games. I said, man, I said TJ's not the guy. You know, I just, I just, I didn't believe in him. Um, and honestly, you know, I, I was calling for you. I was texting you. I said, man, Robbie, Robbie's got to go. You know, like, Robbie, he's got to be in the game. Like, let Robbie stay. Let him run. Um, you know, he's got to be the guy in the offense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I sat down and watched that game Saturday, and we scored 14 points in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I said – I was sitting there, and I said, man, I said, this is what Auburn should have been doing the whole time. Like, this this Robbie Ashford, he's the guy. You know, like, this this should have been Auburn, you know, against Penn State. And then I sat there and watched the next three quarters, and we didn't score a single a single point. Mm-mm. And I, I said, man, and the offense just looked – it just looked like a, a you know, a bag, of, a bag of Doritos that you left open overnight. I mean, it was stale. <laughs> That's a I fact. Mean, it just – it just wasn't. It, it just was, wasn't even fun to watch, knowing mm-hmm. that we almost got beat by Missouri at home. Should have gotten Jordan beat Harris. by Missouri. Should have gotten beat. One for Jordan Harry, uh, Jordan Harry Jesus. That's a fa- or um, thicker kicker. Yeah, or the kicker. <laughs> um, so it's like, 
I think, uh, and, you know, we, we come into the season, we were kind of talking about LSU, you know, like, oh, man, you know, LSU, uh, Jaden Daniels, like, I don't think he, he's not ready for the SEC and all this. Uh, you know, like he, he's going to find out what some real football is about, you know, coming to the ACC. And, man, if you think about it, LSU is a couple special team plays away from being 4-0. I mean, the game against Florida State, they had, even after they had, what, three or four special team uh, mistakes, they were still a, a blocked field goal away from winning that football game or sending it into overtime. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're all those mistakes away from being 4-0, walking into Jordan Hare. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the fact that the line has risen and Auburn's without T.J. Finley, um, obviously I think it's LSU defense. I think it's a lot better than Missouri's. I think Auburn's offense is just god-awful with uh, with Robbie Ashford in there. It's stale. It's not fun to watch. Um, I never thought I'd say I want TJ back. Um, but here I am on September 28th saying, hey, I want TJ Finley. I need his shoulder to be healthy because he's he's the guy that gives Auburn the best chance to win. Um, but since he's out, I'm taking LSU. I got it at minus eight. Um so I'm kind of just going to leave that at that, and I'm taking LSU 34, Auburn 10. Mm, dude, we, we almost had exact same scores. Um, you know, I, I was I was telling some people today, in order for Auburn to win this football game, they would have to have T.J. Finley throwing the football. And if you're not going to open up the playbook for Robbie Ashford and you're not going to let him, you know, um, try to take some shots, then – you know, he's just a sitting duck because everybody knows what's coming. All right, they know what's coming. It's not difficult. Uh, there was a there was a defensive coordinator that come out in the media. He was he was anonymous and he said, uh, "I would love to scheme up against Auburn's offense every single week because you know what's coming. It's that bland of an offense." And you know, I, I think there needs to be some some angle routes to tank. I think you need to throw some screens to tank, line him up in the slot, do whatever you got to do, man, to get the ball in tank's hands. But Auburn is going to get eaten alive, D-Lane, by LSU's defensive line. You hear me? This offensive line is about to get punished. Punished. If you think Missouri was bad, just wait until you watch LSU and what they do to Auburn. And I just don't think Auburn can muster enough points. I think Auburn's defense keeps it close for a little while until they just are on the field every other, you know, uh, three and out. Once you, once you, you know, come on the field every three and out, man, I mean, it's just, it takes a toll on you. And, you know, chasing around Jaden Daniels all night, that's not going to be fun. And I think LSU just puts up. You know, a couple more, a couple more points than Auburn does, and I think LSU wins thirty-four to thirteen, going away. I think uh, in the second half, I think LSU scores a couple touchdowns and really opens things up, and Auburn just can't recover. Man, I do not see Auburn winning this football game, and this will start turning the clock on Brian Harson. Tick tock. Uh, I'm still waiting to drive him to the airport, so uh, that's that's a big developing story. When that breaks, I'll let all of you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, I, I just I hate it for Auburn. Uh, 
It's at home, Jordan Hare Stadium at night. Uh, we know there's voodoo. We know there's Auburn Jesus. It gets wicked in there, uh, but not this Saturday night. Hate it for you. Auburn goes down 34-13. to That is my prediction. Hammer LSU in that line. Uh, do what you got to do there. Uh, D-Lane, that was our four big picks from the SEC. Now, before we before we get out of here, I wanted to get uh, your best bets for this weekend uh, outside of the SEC. I know we just get, gave our four big ones here. But outside of the SEC, nationally, who do you like and what kind of plays are you looking at this Saturday? Um, well, I'm going to start with Friday night. Um, you got the Washington Huskies. Going to Los Angeles to play the UCLA uh, Bruins, mm-hmm. and I think um, there's something something fishy about this game. It's uh, I mean Washington, they're the 15th uh, 15th ranked team in the country. Uh, we saw Michigan State went to Washington. I mean, and Washington just blew them out. Um, you know, the Michael Michael Penix Jr. Uh, the dude, uh, he's a stud. And that's just uh, but to see this line at minus two and a half for Washington on the road at UCLA when the students aren't even I don't even think the students have been on campus. Yeah. So it's not even yeah. a home game. I mean, they got security for no reason. They're blocking air. <laughs> so how is this even a home game? You know, for UCLA. Mm-hmm. So there's something fishy with this line at minus two and a half. But I do like I, I do like Washington. Um, Obviously, I think Michael Penix Jr., I think he's the best player on the field Friday night. Um, and I do have UC, uh, Washington, the minus two and a half versus uh, UCLA. Mm-hmm. And then my uh, my other one that I have is uh, Washington State um, mm. against Cal. It's a home game. I know Washington State, they just come off a uh, – played Oregon very, very well. Yeah, very blew well. it. They blew um, it. They blew it. Yeah, yeah, they blew it. I mean, the dude, I mean, they, they had the drive to win it, and the dude threw a crucial pick six, and then they come right back down through a 60-yard bomb to, you know, end up covering the spread against uh, against Oregon, which hurt me last weekend because oh. I did have Oregon. I think it was minus, like, eight or seven and a half or something like that. But, uh, but it's okay. I think they have a bounce-back game against Cal trying to find the line to it. I think the line's like minus four for that game. And uh, But I'm not looking at the line. I took them on the money line because I think they're like minus 140. Um, and they're playing Cal. They're at home. I think that uh, – I think I'm taking Washington State over Cal at home. I mean, they just hung up 41 points on Oregon. Mm. So, I mean, you, you can't tell me they ain't going to hang, you know, enough to beat Cal. So – I think those are my two. Those are my two for sure picks. Love that. Uh, you got anything for us? I'll tell you one that I'm taking, and I'm a freaking believer, D-Lane, and that's in them Kansas Jayhawks, rock, chalk, baby, the Kansas Jayhawks at home. They're underdogs at home, D-Lane. They're 4-0. They're taking on the Iowa State Cyclones, who are 3-1. It's at 2.30 on ESPN2. Gimme the Kansas Jayhawks on the money line. They're a 38.7% chance to win. But my God, my God, D-Lane. Give me the Kansas Jayhawks money line. Like All right, money line. And Jalen Daniels, if he wins this game, D-Lane, if he wins this game, put him in the Heisman conversation. Put him in the Heisman conversation. He's already got 11 TDs, 
one pick. I think he's got four rushing TDs, something like that. Hey, the kid's hooping, man. The kid's hooping. I think they got a kid from Mobile, uh, Tanaka Scott, out there playing wide receiver. Uh, two five one all all day, every day, baby. Uh, Mobile is everywhere, all over college football. You love to see it, man. Uh, big supporters for the Kansas Jayhawks. That is my money dog pick, baby. Kansas money line over Iowa State. Love it, D Lane. What you got? They're actually, uh, they're actually one of my dogs as well. Is uh, Kansas. Um, another one that I'm looking at that has kind of caught my eye, and that is, let me see if I can find it. Is uh, the last time I checked, they were minus or plus seven and a half, and that's oh wow, it went down to seven. Okay, um, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at Florida State. Now I know they come off a heartbreaking loss. Double overtime, two Clemson. I understand that. But me, I'm not sold on Florida State. Um, mm. I think Sam Hartman, um, the dude's uh, he, the dude's a dog. I mean, he's played what? But I think he missed the very first game, so he's played three games. Already mm-hmm. got 1,000 yards, 13 TDs, two interceptions. Um, I think he's arguably the best quarterback in the ACC. And the fact that they are a seven-point underdog to at Florida State. And I get the defense possibly not that great, but I'm just not sold on Florida State. I got it at seven and a half. I'm taking uh, Wake Forest. Um, You could take the seven, add the extra point, get it to what I got. Um, But I would sprinkle a little bit on the money line at 205. I just don't see them, you know, losing back-to-back, even though it is Florida State. You know, even though Florida State's at home, I do like the Demon Dinkins. Plus seven and a half to play it safe. Mm. Well, I can go ahead and tell you one I'm playing, and that is I'm taking Georgia minus 28 at Mizzou, D-Lane. Um, I know they had the little scare with Kent State last year. They did, uh, Last week, I should say. Uh, they didn't uh, really look impressive, but Missouri, I don't think Luther Burden's playing for Mizzou. Um and I just like Georgia to get back on track this week. Uh, it, I think they were looking over Kent State last week. Uh, get back on track, on the road, giving up 28 points. Give me the dogs, man. Give me the dogs big. I like I like Georgia like 52 to 10 or something like that, man. 52 to 14, uh, something like that, man. I, I really like Georgia right here. So I'm going to take them uh, minus 28 on the road to cover against Mizzou. So those are my two picks for this week. Uh, do you have any more that you would like to share? The last one I'm taking, and uh, this, this is my final one on, on my sheet, and that is uh, Michigan on the road at Iowa. Mm. I, I know, I get it, it's 11 a.m. kickoff, but here's the thing. The line was at minus 10. That's what I, I, I placed all this, uh, let's say, I placed all this, I think, Monday or even, I think, yesterday. So just in a day, just in a day, they've already gave Iowa another point. It's at plus 11 now. All right? Mm. I'm not focused on Iowa. I'm taking the minus. I got it at minus 10 on Michigan. I understand it's 11. It's 11 a.m. kickoff. But hear me out, all right? Iowa. They scored seven points against South Dakota State. Right, the final score was seven to three. I don't even think they scored a touchdown. I think they had like two safeties and a field goal or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they didn't even, didn't even score a touchdown. And then the next week, 
you play uh, Iowa State and you get beat ten to seven. Um, now I think their their defense is uh, I think their defense is good. I just don't think their offense can score. I just don't think they're going to keep it close within ten or even eleven to keep it close to Michigan. Um, I do think Michigan is a uh, they're a very good team. Obviously, I think they're ten times better than Iowa. Um, but yeah, I'd go in Michigan minus ten. You could take the minus eleven. But yeah, I'm, that that's my final play is uh, Michigan minus ten, minus eleven at Iowa, eleven a.m. sharp. Dealing the last one that I was kind of looking at. I'm not playing it, but I just scrolled upon it and I was checking it out. 10 p.m. our time, 8 p.m. their time, kick. A little Pac-12 after dark, D-Lane. Stanford, 1-2, and two, rolling into the house that Bo Nix built. All right. The Oregon Ducks, 3-1. and one. All right. They're 17-point favorites, D-Lane. It's on FS1. It's a little Pac-12 after dark. Things are getting weird. Uh, we're probably going to be on the box playing some playing some Xbox, watching Stanford, Oregon, going back and forth. Uh, you know, I like Oregon. I like Bo Nix. I like them to beat Stanford. I know Stanford has been a thorn in the side to Oregon uh, for a lot of years, but this uh, this David Shaw team and this Stanford team is not a good football team, and I like Oregon to run it up. I like them to run it up Saturday night. So I'm not going to play it. Not yet, at least. Uh, I might wake up Saturday morning and, and have a little itch in me and and uh, and ride on this one. But I am looking at that one, and uh, and I would take the Ducks. So I still might take the Ducks. So D-Lane, man, we've been kicking it for 40 minutes, man. It's been a blast uh, talking college football with you, brother. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, if you could, if, if you want anybody to follow you on Twitter, just drop a handle or, or anything, man, where, where anybody can find you. All right, man. I'll do that. Wait, you just put it under the the tweet or what? No, uh, just just reel off your uh, your Twitter handle. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, man, I don't even know it off the top of my head. Give me one second. <laughs> you good? <laughs> it's uh, it's at underscore D Lane one capital D. Repeat that. It's at underscore D Lane one uh, capital D. There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, man, I know you'll be back on. Can't wait to have you. Uh, we can talk some more college football, D. War Damn Eagle, brother. War Damn Eagle. <laughs> wow, everybody. D Lane, my brother, my co host. Uh, just giving you his best bets, man. Giving you his best bets, his predictions for this Saturday. Love having him on. Uh, exciting guy, funny guy, uh, real easy to talk to. Um, and. Really have a passion for doing this podcast with him, man. It's been a fun ride. So thank each and every one of you for listening. If you could, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, give us a rating, five-star rating, click the bell, subscribe to the show, do it all, man. Uh, It it really helps the show out, uh, lets us climb the rankings and everything like that. So we really appreciate each and every one of you who listen to this podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. War Damn Eagle, and I'm out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.